welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sam Roberts. Today I wanted to talk about somebody who has had a pretty profound impact on my life. This man, for privacy reasons, I won't reveal his name, but we're just going to call him Bob. His name is not Bob, it's actually very, very different from Bob. I don't know why I picked that as the uh, alias, but we're going to go with that. We're going to call him Bob. So... Similarly to B, the uh, man I talked about last week, this man has also had a great, profound impact on my life in a bunch of different ways. And this is a person who I have had, you know, sat down multiple conversations with, multiple meals with. He's a, a family friend, um, and you know, overall, as I say, very, very influential to my life and my goals. Um, and I wanted to talk about why. So Bob is actually a West Point graduate. He played football at West Point in 1980-something. He graduated in the late 80s. Uh, and funnily enough, I didn't know this until after I'd known him for a decent while, but he actually had the choice between going to West Point and going to Princeton to play football. Uh, and obviously both schools are incredible, but knowing how he acts and how he kind of conducts himself, I would have not thought that he would have had those options available to him. That might be a little bit of a diss, uh, and it is, I'm not hiding that, but I'm just speaking from personal experience. That's a joke. But he went to West Point. He graduated sometime in the late 80s uh, and ended up in the Army in the Quartermaster Corps in Germany. Uh, if you don't know what a Quartermaster is, it's essentially the person who, on an Army base or an installment, manages all the weapons and is kind of like the overseer of all the equipment, all the explosives, sometimes the vehicles not so much though, usually just the ordnance, which is a very important job, even if it's not the most interesting. But for a long time I was interested in West Point, not necessarily in attending West Point, I personally don't think I would enjoy West Point, but just interested in the school itself and interested in what you know it stood for, the United States Military Academy at West Point. Uh, it's been around for I think over 100 years at this point, officially, longer than that, unofficially, as part of just a sort of training ground for the military's officers. Um, but West Point now essentially is the Harvard of Military Academies. On its own, you know, compared to the Ivy League, compared to top schools, West Point's also just up there in general. But, you know, if you're looking to join the Army as an officer or any military as, the office, as an officer, you know, you've got. Um, the Naval Academy, you've got the Air Force Academy, and West Point. And West Point generally has the highest amount of uh, esteem or prestige around it. And for good reason, you know, it's, it's very intense. The second you get there, you are set down in an auditorium. You know, they tell you, all right, you've got a minute to say bye to your families, and then they march you out, and they start screaming at you like drill sergeants. And there are drill sergeants, so drill sergeants are screaming at you, doing their jobs. Um, and for the next four years, you are be beaten, battered, abused, abused safely. I think that's, I should put that out there uh, as part of the Army's training regiment. But you are shaped into a military officer, and that is not an easy job, and it is not an easy pathway to get there. And so Bob, again, not his real name, was somebody who kind of gave me a first-hand experience of that process. Um, and he obviously is very proud of his military service. He's very proud of the things he has done outside of the military uh, with his career, but he, he definitely made it a point when I was talking to him that being in the military shaped who he was. And regardless of anyone's opinions on the military, 
he, you know, he would not be the same person without it. And that was interesting to see because I have not known a whole lot of military affiliated people in my life, uh, just by pure coincidence. Um, and so it was, you know, his stories, him telling me about how much fun it was, but also how grueling and awful it could be. Uh, that combination, that kind of journey was very interesting to hear about. And so he was in the military for about eight years. Uh, and then afterwards, he got out and went to the University of Chicago, actually. So West Point and University of Chicago is a very impressive combination of degrees, I have to say. Uh, and he ended up working for a major uh, alcohol company and did very well on the business side there. And eventually, the reason I know him is because he eventually ended up working uh, for the same employer as my mother. Uh, and so I've had multiple dinners with Bob alone, but I've also had them with Bob and my mother. Had some great conversations there, and I've learned a lot from him. And also I've learned a lot about my mom. Workplace gossip isn't really something you hear about in the sense of you hearing about it from your parents, but of course they were colleagues, so I guess it would make sense. Um, but what's interesting about Bob is he has had, again, not his real name, but he's had a, a variety of head injuries as a result of playing football. Some just being in the Army in general takes away some of that general well-being just from all the hits you take but uh, playing football he's got a bit of a, uh, a slurred slurred speech uh, and it's just interesting to see you know he's very overweight at this point um, and so I see pictures back from when he was you know, graduating West Point back from when he was an officer and just comparing these two different people you know obviously he's a wonderful man but I just seeing him and talking to him not only has you know given me an interest in you know the military and, and all these different things, looking at his life story, but seeing him go from you know United States Army officer, West Point graduate, U Chicago graduate, to the person he is now, um, it just kind of makes me reconsider things a little bit in the sense of time. You know, time has its wear and tear on everybody. And I met Bob, not his real name, again when he was about 60 years old. He's about 60 at the moment. Um, so I met him not long ago, uh, and you know, all he ever talked about was West Point, the Army, you know, physical training, the, the, all these things. And I see it in him, but at the same time, I understand that he's been out of it for a very long time. And he has been not affiliated with the United States military, not affiliated with that organization for such a great deal of time that he has become a different kind of person. And so it made me think, you know, your allegiance and your likeness to an organization or to a people or to a group fades with time. And, you know, that seems obvious thinking about it now, but, you know, I feel like when I go to college, when I start my career, I'm going to have allegiance to my school. I'm going to have allegiance to my, the company I work at. Uh, and I'm, that's going to be my life. You know, I'm going to have a, the friends I have now, I have allegiance to. My family, I have allegiance to and loyalty to and it's my whole life but eventually that's going to fade away and it's going to be replaced by new things and some things won't be replaced some things will just there will be a hole there that will not be able to be filled and so as time draws on things change and the longer things the longer time goes on the more things change and that was a bit of a reality check that I learned just from being around 
Bob, not his real name. <laughs> um, one of the purposes of this podcast is to a tell a story about a person who has been influential to me, but influential in terms of interests on the surface level, but also influential in terms of you know the deeper level sort of human things, because humanity is you know humans plural. Humanity is a makeup of people, not a person. None of this would matter if you know there was only one person alive, if you were the only one. But there's not. Other people obviously exist, and other people obviously make impacts. Make big impacts, make small impacts, but make impacts nonetheless. And that is the purpose of this podcast, to cover those impacts. This episode's going to be a little short today. Nice, short, and sweet, but I'll wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening. I'm Sam Roberts. I'll see you next time.